you, you did have the ah, 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 he learned it. All right, guys, we're live. Hi, everybody. This is Marketer Brothers, Ricardo hey in Florida. Carlos here in Denver. We have a special guest today to our channel. We're with Ryan Bradley from the Bradley Law Firm. Uh, Ryan, welcome to the channel. This channel, for us, it's a passion project of us. You know, we've been in business for a long time, and um, myself and Ricardo, we were born in a family of entrepreneurs and developed as entrepreneurs over a lifetime. First started with working with my dad in his in his printing company back in back in when we were uh, children, and um, you know back then there was no child labor laws or anything like that. So he took full advantage of that. But what we got out of it is we got a a lifetime of lessons and learnings to go and be entrepreneurs, and and now you know this is what we do for for living, and we're trying to empower and encourage and motivate entrepreneurs all over the world with um, people that have succeeded as well in business. So welcome to Marketer Brothers. Thanks for joining us. Please tell us a little bit about yourself, your entrepreneur. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. No, I, think I, 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 I warned them, man. I'm not very fucking interesting. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think you're going to have a little... So you're pretty interesting, dude. Pretty interesting. Well, I, I don't know much don't about know. you. I mean, you know, I guess I'll introduce a little bit Ryan. So we're we're actually just uh, we're gonna share this in Ryan's Ryan's feed real quick. Yes, that's it. Okay. Yeah, see it. Um, so I'll introduce him a little bit. You know, so Ryan and I have known each other for a few years. Our kids go to the same school. You know. Yeah. And uh, we haven't actually had a whole lot of chance to talk. I know. I know you're a you're a successful um, attorney. And I know your practice is in misery, you know, and, uh, but throughout the years, you know, I mean, his, his we've been each other in birthday parties, you know, just, um, hanging out. And basically, you know, we actually recently started training together. You know, we, I, I, I kind of started a dad's group with, um, just a bunch of dads from St. Mark's where, where our kids go. And, um, we just, you know, working out in the, in the mornings. And uh, it's pretty good, you know. It's pretty good. It's just. Uh, I think you uh, actually felt sorry for me. <laughs> Look at this out of shape fat that used to get into the gym. But but you but you don't have a dad bod. So no, it's, dude, it's it's definitely dad bod. <laughs> totally. Totally. And the sad thing is, I'm probably in better shape now than I ever have been in my life, which is really <laughs> shitty. Well, hey, it's never too late. That's what I say. You know, it's funny because this dance group kind of started with with a couple a couple of our friends that that you know we're not getting any younger. You know, we're 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 all in our forties now, and people and just you know we're starting to get news from our from our from our our doctors that oh you have high blood pressure, this and that. And a friend of ours, man, he he straight up told me, dude, let's let's train together. You know, and and I just. You know, I, I said, dude, you're you're my accountability partner because I train all the time. But getting up at like five in the five twenty in the morning, five thirty in the morning, dude, it's really easy to hit that news button unless you have a reason to show up. You know, it, it is. And I told you, I mean, I don't mind getting up early as long as like like get a full night's sleep. But I yeah. I sleep like shit. And yeah, like I'll wake up sometimes at two in the morning and I don't go back to bed, and then yeah. I'm just like looking at the clock the entire time and all of a sudden it's yeah. time to go train and I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> you know? 
But yeah, you know, it, it's funny because Kane, our, our friend, you know, he when he first started training, he he was telling me that he was sleeping horribly, you know, getting sore, everything. But but as 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 he's gotten fitter, he's actually told me that he's sleeping better. You know, it it, yeah. it, 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 it relates a lot. You know, when you when you have that that habit and you're actually getting used to to getting your endorphins up and everything, it actually helps sleeping. Yeah, or not. yeah. It also yeah. helps when your kids, you know, stay in their own room and they don't come down in the middle of the night and say, "That always helps." Hey, I'm up, and I'm like, well, "Go back to bed." So, <laughs> yeah, get your ass up there. Yeah, just true. Right. Oh. Yeah, I, I find that I need less sleep. Ever since I've been training, I need less sleep. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm getting older, and we we had a dad that uh, had had uh, sleeping issues, but. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I recover faster. You know, the more I do, the more I train, I recover faster. And lately, man, they've been killing us in our gym. So I can just, I can relate to you guys as well. Well, I'm doing it out of fear because uh, all my, like my, I'm going skiing, hella skiing with a buddy of mine uh, that lives in Denver, right up there near you. Yeah. And, uh, he's in fantastic shape. They you know, ride bikes and mountain bikes throughout the summer and skis all winter and is in good shape. And here I'm, fat and out of shape and, you know, can't ride to the mailbox without being winded. So, um, you know, I got to do this. Yeah. For no. the next two months. Dude, but you're, <laughs> believe me, once you get in, in it, and also, dude, it's just, you're going to see, I mean, you can do way more with your kids. As, yeah. as soon as you're in shape, you can do so much more, you know? Yeah. I mean, and it just, it just helps you all around. You do around. feel better. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And this, where are you going hell skiing? British Columbia. Oh, that's cool. Oh, nice. South Slocan, wherever the hell that is. It's uh, you know east of um, the coast, like 150 miles or so. Okay. So it's kind of. Have you ever been hell skiing? Never. I mean that. I mean, I've skied all my life. But yeah. Not hell skiing. I mean that that the part of I I I, I will, that's one of my in my bucket list too, man. But it's. That part of jumping from the from the uh, helicopter, you know, the part it just I don't know that we're jumping. From what I understand, <laughs> we're landing and we get out, All right. and then it's like first tracks. So. I got you. I got you. Cool. That's cool. awesome. So, um, Ryan, tell us a little bit about you know your your career, your 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 path. How did you become an attorney? Was that something you always wanted to do, or you kind of? Uh, Tell us more, because you know, Ricardo tells me you're a very, very successful attorney. You're semi-retired now, correct? <laughs> so yeah, uh, I would not say retired. No, maybe well, meant retarded. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, listen, I, I, I don't work eight hours anymore just because I don't want to. Um, but I have cut down on the number of cases that I work on. I work on the ones that I want to work on that are interesting. And, you know, I'll work like maybe four or five hours a day on average. Some days I say, screw it. I don't work at all. And some other days I'll work 10 hours. Well, you control your time. Yeah. That's what all about. I don't know what the word for that is, but once you get to that level in your business, I feel like you've, you've accomplished a lot because now you own your time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just owning your time, being able to do what you want, and and you know, and that's what entrepreneurship really. That should be the end goal of entrepreneurship. You know, not not necessarily buying ten jets and stuff like yeah. that, but actually controlling your time. And and you know, if you want to hang out with your kids all day, 
you can, you know, if you want to sit at the beach all day, you can, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the biggest move that I made was like, you know, just moving to Florida five yeah. and a half years ago. And, uh, you know, a lot of people thought I was crazy doing that because of course my law firm is in St. Louis. We've got a satellite in Chicago, but all my people are in St. Louis. And I like five and a half years ago, I just said, listen, this is bullshit. I don't want to live here anymore. Um, I'm moving to Florida, you know, it was, a uh, for tax reasons that year, um, was the main motivation, but I also wanted to live here. I didn't want to live in St. Louis. Anymore. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to do this. So I came down and gave it a trial run, worked out for a month. And, uh, now here I am. And I just go, you know, it's Southwest. It's a direct flight. Yeah. I can go to the airport flight leaves at seven in the morning. I can land at, at, at uh, nine in the morning. And with a time change, you know, yeah, and be at my office if I need to. So it's really not that big of an issue. Yeah, well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So why Florida? Why did you pick Florida out of? Look at yeah. my backyard. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you got to pull it back. Take some pictures of the backyard so we can post them on the on the interview after the fact. So they can. Well, well, we can show you. You show all the rain outside. But... I mean, it's raining, but yeah. the backyard. So, I, I, I'm a boater, so I mean, yeah. my boats are in my backyard, and you know, I love boating in Missouri, but it was a short boating season, you know, three months or whatever. Um, and, you know, we would go down Friday and up to Sunday because kids had stuff to do, and uh, you know, it was like working. Already, and you know, it was a good day, a Saturday of boating, and then you just pack up and move Sunday. And with kids, you know, getting more involved in practice and stuff, which they're going to be rolling in here in like crazy men in about 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, it's just, uh, it wasn't, uh, yeah. something it's going to work out. Ricardo, something you did when you moved the laptop uh, is giving us feedback on the audio. So maybe move it to exactly where it was before. All right. Let me see. I don't know what I did, but. Ah, uh, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry's in. What's man. up, Jerry? Jerry's a, is a friend of our Czech Republic. Um, Maniac. Uh, we gotta, we gotta find a way to interview that guy. Oh my god. He is, he's something. He's something. Okay, that, uh, he's, yeah, is he better? <laughs> yeah, you're perfect. All right. All right, cool, cool. Awesome. So, so Ryan, how how did you decide to become a, an attorney? What what led you to that profession? Yeah. It was kind of, you know, my dad's a, an attorney and, you know, throughout growing up, I mean, my parents kind of encouraged me to not be a lawyer and, and, and instead go into medicine. And uh, thank God I wasn't probably smart enough to be a doctor, but that was the path I started on. And uh, I got a job in college drawing blood. And uh, back then, they didn't really have any like formal training and shit. You just yeah. kind of they're they like, okay, you know, here, stick this guy that's literally in a fucking coma <laughs> and draw blood from him. That's who I tested on, you know, I trained on. And they're like, okay, you're good. So then I would, I was a phlebotomist, and I would just go around and you know okay. take blood in the morning. And um, uh, so I, I met a lot of doctors, and every one of them was just not happy. Yeah. And they're like, man, you do not want to do this. So after about the third one telling me that, I was like, okay, this is not what I do. Yeah. Plus, I started studying for the MCAT, and that thing is a bear of a test. And, um, you know, I was like, you know what? This, uh, this is not what I want to do. Yeah. So then I, so then I was like, you know, being a lawyer would be uh, you know, exactly what my dad does. And uh, it seems to be pretty cool. And, you know, that's the path I went down. 
So, so then you become a lawyer. Uh, yeah. Start working with your dad. No, I got a job uh, at an insurance defense firm straight out of school. Uh, I had interned at a few different law firms, but then I got a, a pretty good, good offer from an insurance defense firm and learned car wrecks inside and out in terms of, you know, the dark art of insurance company bullshit. Uh, you know, how to defend cases and honestly, you know, essentially be unfair to people. Uh, and honestly, and I didn't like that, of course. And then uh, I got a case, a plaintiff's case while I was working there and uh, decided to take that. And I left and joined my dad for a while. And uh, he was a general or is a general practitioner uh, where I grew up. And then most of my time, though, was spent in St. Louis and not up there. Um, so uh, I ended up doing only personal injury work and then uh, ended up being there. And I, and I had a partner for a year in 2013 uh, in St. Louis. And then I went back on my own in 14 and then moved here in 15. Okay. Okay. So you, you basically started your firm in 2014? That's a good question. I don't know technically when I would have started my, yeah, I guess that the current iteration of my firm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be accurate. Yeah. Okay. But, but before then I was in various different partnerships with different people. And then, you know, for a period of time before that, even on my own. So it was more of like, uh, you know, a break, if you will. Yeah. That company. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's successful attorneys, there's, not so successful attorneys and there's very, you know, failing attorneys. What, what do you think makes the difference? Uh, no, anymore, I mean, you got to be able to get the business in the door. Mm -hmm. um, if you can't get the business in the door, you're screwed. Yeah. Assuming, assuming you can get the business in the door, then you got to know what to do with it. Yeah. And there are very few, I think, attorneys that, uh, have probably mastered both of those things. And in order to be successful, you, you really have to do both. Right. You know, times, uh, you know, any schmo with a website anymore can, you know, uh, try to, you know, do a pay-per-click campaign or yeah. whatever and, and get cases. And, you know, um, sometimes, you know, for the consumer, you know, they might be ranking number one, but that doesn't mean what they know what the hell they're doing. Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole range of, of, I mean, attorneys everywhere, you know, yeah. and everybody tells you they're the best, you know, any asshole can get a website. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> anyway. And they, and they tell you they're, they're, they're awesome, you know, and dude, I've, I've, I've seen attorneys that, I mean, literally look like they're freaking great and they're in shape and everything. And then, I mean, you go see a man and, and they look like they've been on meth for freaking five years. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you, yeah. you know, you're like, you're like, no, man. <laughs> I mean, what happened to the guy on the website? It's kind of like the, the match.com or something. <laughs> you know, like you see the guy, you see the, you see yeah. the girl and she looks good. And then, you know, you meet her in person and, you know, it's, it's a totally different game, you know? So, yeah. And well, sometimes it's not even the same person that you see on the TV. I mean, literally, yeah. if you look at the TV and see all these commercials and shit, I mean, rarely are there the actual attorney that you'll meet that uh, is on TV or whatever. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, very true. Very true. And then, you know, I think there's a big difference between practicing law and running a business. 
Because you're you, when you own your own firm, you have to do both. Like you said, you have to get business in the door, uh, get those cases, do your job as an attorney, and also manage the customer. Yeah, and of course, you know, run employees and paralegals and and all that stuff. So it's 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 the big it's the big picture, and I think a lot of attorneys might be really good at the law, but they have, you know, they need the big spectrum of, of running a business from A to Z. And, and, and listen, I, I've said this a hundred times. I, I feel like I'm a really good lawyer, but I'm probably kind of a shitty employer. I just don't have the fucking bandwidth to deal with people's bullshit. And I, I, I truly value, you know, the employees of mine that, don't create problems that know what to do that follow the directions that I give them and, you know, just do it. And, you know, unfortunately I would say more often than not, people don't fall into that category. And, you know, we've had a lot of turnovers just because I don't put up with the shit. Um, and like I said, I, you know, I'm a, sh I should probably have somebody else doing that. Yeah. And it's probably a good thing I'm here and not there. <laughs> so, and they're probably watching this, but they, they know that that's the truth. And I, uh, I believe in brutal honesty and that's probably my truth. So. Well, that's and, 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 and Ryan, to be honest with you, I've employed hundreds, if not thousands over my 20 year career. And I agree with you. The hardest part for a business is hiring and having good people that yep. actually do what they promise you to do, which is, you know, meet the, the expectations of the job and even try to improve themselves over time. I think the environment counts big time and you trying to be somebody that, um, you know, encourages them to do better. But at the end of the day, the person has to also take personal responsibility to, Hey, I'm going to learn. I'm going to do better. I'm going to show up on time. I'm going to, you know, do as expected, meet my deadlines which is, you know, I think if anybody has a job, those are the minimums that should be met. Yeah. And people don't, people don't realize, I mean, it's, it's, you're also, I mean, being brutally honest, I think, I think me as an entrepreneur, I think I've actually failed in that uh, in the past where, 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 you know, you're, you're comfortable with an employer and with an employee, you know, and you know, he's not doing a, he or she is doing a good job and, and he or she knows that too. You yeah. know, but you're kind of both comfortable, you know, you've trained him and you're like, and you know, it's, it's, it's going to be tough to train somebody, somebody to replace him and stuff like that. And, and sometimes you waste a ton of time and, and, and that person really wastes also a lot of time in their career because 100%. they're not happy, you're not happy and it's just not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it's sometimes being brutally honest with somebody and just, you know, at the end of the day, it's business. You know, it's it's yeah. you're running a business. I mean, and they and they should should be able to to focus on their career. And so it, it's not always a, a good fit. And I mean, the people are so different that, that it's just you know it, it doesn't have to be a good fit with you or with me or with anybody. It's just so they they're not happy. And if you're not happy, it's better to be honest. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't think you do them any favors by not telling them the truth that they suck, honestly. Yeah, I just went up, I fired an attorney that worked for me for five months and you know, it, uh, it sucked because I, I, I liked the guy, uh, but you know, it just turned out he wasn't doing shit. And um, you know, after the, 
after we uh, you know took a look at a harder look, which maybe I should have been doing from the beginning. But I'm not a micromanager, man. I I, I don't. I hire professionals to, so I don't have to yeah. micromanage shit. But anyway, after I started looking through it, you know, I, I just realized, you know, he really wasn't doing anything. Um, but thank God that we pulled the plug on that relatively early. Of course, I won't mention who it is because, you know, in yeah. any event, um, <laughs> it was just a, a huge disappointment. No, no, and, and Ryan, how hard are those conversations, though? You know, uh, as, as you, the employer, and you know you're hiring with this somewhat decent expectation that hey I'm gonna partner with you to help you grow in your career and also grow the business and then you know you realize shortly after that oh man this is this is not going how, how it's supposed to go uh, to me at least yeah, I mean it's it sucks but you know I think that I believe in being brutally honest uh, yeah. If I'm talking to a jury, or you know, I tell them exactly what I'm fearing. Uh, I t if I'm talking to an employee, I tell them exactly how I feel. And sometimes it's you know it's shocking because I'm telling them exactly you know maybe how I feel and that it was unexpected or whatever. But you know, if you're not honest with people, how can they be honest with you? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I've always looked at it. I don't know. I, I think it's a maybe I should have more of a filter. No, you know, I and and you know, Jerry watching and everything, I, I you know, people from, from that part of the world, you know, Russia and, and Czech Republic and stuff, they, I mean what I've seen with them is like just they just they just tell you shit like like it is. You know, yeah. I mean they don't they don't mess around. It's like, you know, I don't like you. <laughs> you know, or, or, or listen, bro, you're fat. And 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 it's just and it, you know, and that's their culture. You know, their culture is just tell it like it is. Now don't sugarcoat it. And sometimes we we tend to in this side of the world, we, we tend to sugarcoat everything, especially with political correctness and everything. You know, we tend to we tend to have to like step in eggshells because everybody's offended, you know. Yeah. So 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 you you have to kind of watch what you say, but at the end of the day, it's I mean, we're all adults, you know, I mean, it's, it's when, when kids, you know, your kids are going to show up, our kids, that, that's the big characteristic of our, of our, of our kids, right? That they just, they just tell it like it is, man. Yeah. And, and we say, oh, you know, it's, that's mean or is it? And it's not, they just, they just don't really know how to lie or sugarcoat stuff because society hasn't really put them in that, in that bubble, you know, that they gotta, that they gotta just watch what they say. Yeah. And I think that maybe even, you know, uh, not to get political or anything, I mean, I think that the people like the brutal honesty that, you know, Trump brings. Um, I'm not a Trumper, but, you know, the bottom line here, I'm not a, not a Trumper. <laughs> it, it, you know, but, but the, you know, the brutal honesty, now he can be a complete asshole mm -hmm. most of the time, but at least he's, you know, usually brutally saying whatever he believes. And in that, I think people find uh, that refreshing as opposed to the bullshit political correctness nonsense that, you know, society has kind of adopted um, that is, in my opinion, just being fake. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's a big I, I think in the world and, and, and we don't want to get into politics, but in, in the world, there's there's a big difference in what people say and what people do. Yeah. Right. And, and especially it tends to be in politicians, it tends to be super common that, yeah, you know, they promise the world, they tell you, they tell you all these super cool things and everything. But, but when you really see what they're doing, yeah. it's, it's not what they're saying, you know, yeah. and that's, that goes with, with, yeah. uh, with corporate America, that goes with, uh, with, 
with, I mean, in, in life in general, man, it's like, you, you know, and the social media is, has a huge component of that, right? Yeah. Everybody has this fake, this fake world, this fake, this fake, you know, my life is perfect. My marriage is perfect. My, my business is perfect. And, and in reality, most of us know, man, it, it's, it's hard to have a business. It's hard yeah. to be married. It's hard to be a parent, man. It, it, like you You're, said, man, it sucks sometimes. I mean, your kids are freaking driving you crazy, but everything is, oh, my kids are perfect. My kids are well-behaved. And it's, it's really not true. I told you we don't have like four fucking viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. Well, we got, we got nine viewers. Yeah, we got nine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought we had like four. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. Yeah. People are joining, man. People are joining. Yeah. No, and, and, huh. and also a lot of people watch it in the replay. Yeah. You know, your word is your bond. About, you know, like, for instance, I've got a case I'm working on right now. There's an $11 million demand out expires Friday after Thanksgiving. And I promised the insurance companies that I would have my client seen by their bullshit defense insurance company doctor mm -hmm. so they could, you know, see for themselves how injured this person was. And they were asking, the lawyer was asking for just a huge bullshit unlimited examination which the rule didn't provide so i was like bullshit I, i'm filing a motion and we had a hearing in federal court yesterday and i won it so technically i could have been like well i don't have to send them now but i knew that wasn't the right thing to do i'd already given them my word that i would get them seen but I, we didn't agree upon the parameters and the scope of it so, um, you know, I called the lawyer. I said, listen, man, I, I gave you my word that I would, you know, have him seen. We got to get this worked out because I want to be honor my word to you and the insurance guy. I want them to make a, an informed decision. Yeah. So his ass is right there in Chicago right now getting seen by the doctor yeah. undergoing eight hours of testing. Even though I didn't have to do it because I won the motion, we got it worked out and I upheld my word. And yeah. listen, you know, as with any profession, you know, if people can't rely upon you to do what you say, you're just a piece of shit and, you know, you shouldn't get any business anyway. Yeah, no, no. That, and that's a great way to, you know, I, I, I honestly think that, that, that that's a huge factor for your success. You know, I mean, it, it's do what you say, you know, and, and, and just, and just uphold your world, man. It's, it's, so, it's so simple, you know, our, our parents. I mean, our grandparents, I mean, that was the bond, you know, that was the bond. I mean, and some cultures, even in Japan, man, honor is everything. You know, I mean, it, it, literally, they, uh, the kids have, the, um, college kids have the, the highest rate of suicide because they, for them, honor is, you know, they, they, if they do bad in school and everything, it's like they feel like they're really dishonoring their, their parents yeah. or their family by doing that. So, you know, the, 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 Unfortunately, that has been that has changed a little bit in the whole in, in, in this modern world, you know. But but we got to bring it back, you know. We got to bring back doing what 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 we say we're gonna do and just do it no matter what, you know. In, integrity, you know. Do do the right thing even when nobody's looking. And that's the thing that people don't have anymore. A lot of people don't have. Yeah. I should say is integrity. And look at this fucking house right now. <laughs> That is exhibit number one. Uh, I went through three contractors before, uh, you know, it finally got done. It was the worst two years of my life. I mean, hire a Florida contractor and you'll know what I'm talking yeah. about unless you really do your research and find the right one. Yep. But that's just, you know, my experience. Um, but I'm sure that people have got, you know, their own experiences and 
you know, whether it be buying a car or hiring a lawyer or whatever. Well, but, have, you know, talking to our friends, it is, that is, you're absolutely right. That is super common. I mean, that, that, that nightmare stories you hear just among our friends of people, of people just trying to remodel their house or trying to get any, any sort of job done. You know, I mean, you have, you have no idea how many people have come to my house and they're like, Oh, dude, we're gonna we're, we want to get you hurricane windows and hurricane doors, and, and we have an appointment, and they spend all this time, and then and then they never show up. Yeah, it's like it's like, dude, why did you even come to my door to sell me something if you're not even gonna keep your first appointment? I mean, do, do you really think I'm gonna hire you if you don't, you yeah. can't even show up to sell it to me? <laughs> you know, let alone it blows install my it? mind. It blows yeah. my mind. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's probably an asshole with a website. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, and I think that's so very true because I think we've all had contractor nightmares. And we learn along the way to interview these people almost like you're interviewing them to hire them for a job, right? Give me some reference. Yeah. Give me some other customers that you work with so I can talk to them. You know what I mean? And, and you know what's bullshit though? Like I'm getting emails. I can pull up on my on my laptop right now. There are companies out there that send me emails that say, we can get you 150 reviews in the next 30 days. Yeah. So I'm like, what? A bunch of fake ass reviews. I mean, this is bullshit and this is exactly what's wrong. Yes. You know, exactly. people with some asshole with the website can get yep. a bunch of fake reviews yep. and look like they know what they're doing and look like they're a good business. But you know, literally business are, businesses are making money basically doing fraud. Oh yeah. Oh, no. I mean, it's just, Dude, I mean, you, as a business, I, I you know, I, I get sometimes these invoices, right? That they look completely legitimate, that they're just an invoice from a company, right? On, say, whatever, consulting services or, or, or you know, making a website or something. Yeah. And dude, they look completely legit. And, you know, I've had that my, my accountants are like, should we pay this? And I'm like, We've never even heard of these people, yeah. but they send an invoice. And if you have a large company and you don't have a, a, smart, a smart accountant, I mean, those things are being paid automatically, man. And it just, it just happens to show up, you know? Uh, I'll tell you a funny thing in our industry for plaintiff lawyers is that there are these bullshit companies out there that are accreditation companies. Like they'll, okay. they'll give you a, a plaque, if you want to pay $200 for the plaque or a certificate, if you want to pay $100 for the certificate. Yeah. But it's like $500 to join. Okay. And then it's like the multi-million dollar whatever forum, yeah. right? And it basically, if you fucked up a $10 million case and you got a million dollars, you can join. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's all, it's all there is. And you pay money. Uh, or, you know, there are probably 10 of them out there. I get emails from these new ones that crop up all the time. And if you don't have this, everybody else has got it on the website or a member of this organization and this organization. And it's like, well, do I really want to perpetuate this bullshit? And yeah. do I join it? And that way I can say, yeah, I'm a member of that too. Or do I just say, listen, I'm not joining any of this bunch of nonsense and try to explain why it's bullshit to all these people that, you know, ask okay why aren't you a yeah. member of this or whatever you, you know when i was looking at your website I, I i like your i like your approach which is results you know like yeah. the pe people don't don't do that you know it's 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 like yeah you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna actually get you in a contract you know 12 month contract you want to work with me it's 12 month contract. this that you know i love businesses that go it's like dude 
I'll get you man to man, man, because because I'm gonna prove to you every month, you know. And in your yeah. website, you just have results, you know. You just have okay, you have a whatever truck truck accident, you know. We we were able to get this, and we were able to get that, you know. And it's yeah. and it's not it's not just fake reviews; it's result. I mean, yeah, yes, you you're gonna get the people that are oh yeah, why are you not accredited to this? Why are you not accredited to that? But at the end of the day, I mean, if you say something happens to god forbid something happens to me or my family or whatever i'm gonna want the guy that that has actually produced results not the guy that has the fancy website and the fancy accreditation you know yeah yeah and how would you tell somebody that is that has two businesses in front of them right one has 100 plus reviews the other one has maybe 50 or 12 or who knows how do you distinguish the good from the bad in your opinion i mean just just looking at that, I don't know that you really can, man. Uh, I think you need to probably uh, contact whoever the owner is and sit down and talk to them face to face or at least yeah. a phone call or do this yeah. and, you know, try to establish some human connection there to see if uh, it's going to work out. I tell all my clients, listen, this is a business arrangement between us and it's just like a marriage. And, you know, for financial consequences, you know, the case that I'm working on for you could have, it may be even more of a financial consequence than a marriage. So you got to make sure this is the right fit because, you know, the way I work is I put all, all the money, I, you know, put up all my time, my staff, all the overhead, all that stuff, and I don't charge anything. And then just like you probably heard a million times on the TV, you don't, you know, collect if we you know, if we went, if we went. Yeah, yeah. so in any event, you know, it's, it's a partnership. It really is. And, um, you know, you got to watch who you, uh, take on. And I, 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 that was probably one of the biggest mistakes I've made, you know, it sounded like a good case. Uh, I would take it on without really knowing much about the individual. And I got burned really big, um, on one particular case where this guy was just, a, you know, just a, a bad person. And he had uh, a great case, the, the crazy trains here. Yep. What's up, guys? Hey, guys. Hey, guess what? I'm on the internet right now. You want to see it? Come kick it out. Come check hey, it out. Hey. I think it's, <laughs> it's going to be on YouTube. Yeah, bro. And all, it's, he's gonna it's, be. All, it's only watching YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah, you're going to be able to see your dad on YouTube soon. Man. Come here, look. Hey, Come here, something like that. Check it out. Come here. Want to say hi? Yeah. Hey man, what's up? What's your name? On the internet. <laughs> oh, hi. Yeah, look. Hey, see that's that's live. That's live on Facebook. I'm look, putting here you come. There you go, bro. Oh, it's a got a delay. Yep. <laughs> so, what did you do at school today? Um, I went to lunch. Went to lunch. What did you eat for lunch? Uh, I ate garlic. Got a sandwich. Oh, and that's all. That's all mm -hmm. you did. Well, I might have to have a talk with uh, St. Mark's. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm not paying for you to go eat lunch. That's, that's <laughs> paying lunch, for you to learn stuff, right? <laughs> What'd yeah, you learn? And I had a social studies test in my finger. All right. And I got ultra right, and I got um, a reading test, and I got all for it too. That's awesome. Good there job, you go, bro. All right, good. love you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a future YouTuber. I can see. Oh, uh, dude, that's all they want to do. They want to be professional YouTubers. Yep. Yep. Influencers, man. This is, I think this is the first video. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we're not on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> uh, we will. We will, will be. Not yet. You'll be. You'll be before the end of the day. All right. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, oh, nice. Man. Yeah, man. You see, we're yes. like you joining. 
So how many, how, many, how many joined people? I mean, how can you even tell? What is this? Like, I mean, there's uh, there, uh, people cycle, but there's eight people like actually watching us. But uh, yeah. that's how many people joined uh, us. Gotcha. So Scott Smiley saying that it's too funny and stuff. Oh, it's my lawyer. And 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 Scott, <laughs> we're gonna interview Scott next because I, he he's my he's my attorney too, and, and he's a, a trademark attorney. I had him. I actually hired him to do some work for me for my firm. Yeah. So yeah. There you, there you Scott's go. Scott's a nice guy. So Scott, you're next, man. <laughs> that's awesome yeah see your, your kid's performing behind you now yeah he was dancing <laughs> so he's catching on real fast yeah <laughs> cool man uh, I, I lost the train of thought um, but we were talking about you know distinguishing and, and basically I think what we were, you were saying is people and businesses have to do their homework right in your case have to do their, your homework about, you know, what take, what cases you take on and why and, and you know, the, the potential um, success of them. And at the same time, you know, the consumer needs to do the same. You know, they need to take their yeah. time and not just jump with whatever whatever person shows up on TV on the internet and seems good. Or is yeah. And if you look, if you look, even if you look at my Google review on uh, the Bradley Law Firm and say, look, if you Google that, yeah. you'll, you'll see a couple whack jobs that have left like one star and like a few of them, I don't even know who they are. Yeah. So, like I, for a while I thought it was like a, maybe a competitor or a marketing company for a competitor or something that, and then I know one of them is just a whack job prior client of ours that um, literally was arrested for, you know, after we got done representing him. Mean, yeah. I mean, he's like, he was actually a YouTuber nope. and he yeah. got arrested for running around naked in St. Louis and doing all this crazy shit. But listen, I, I, I reached out. I'm like, why would you leave this review? It's not even accurate. And uh, in any event, there's just people out there that um, try to leverage their position as maybe like a Yelp reviewer or oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you've seen the South Park uh, yes. episode on yeah, that. Yeah, that, that is funny, man. That is funny. Cartman's a Yelper. <laughs> Yelper oh, yeah. yeah, man. And that, and that, you know, and I heard actually real stories about that. It's just, you know, people go to a restaurant and they're like, yeah, yeah, you got to give me a free meal. Or was yeah. I going to give you, a, I'm going to give you a bad yell review, you know? So, and, and it's like, and it's like, really, dude? <laughs> and, you yeah. know? So you can't be, you know, you can't just look and say, okay, it's all good ratings. You, pe people that are perfectly good business people uh, in whatever profession they do, they probably got some whack jobs out there that have left crappy reviews. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you can't you can, you can make everybody happy, you know? I mean, it, it's, it's literally extortion. That's yeah. what they're doing. They yeah. want to extort something out of you uh, yeah. to take down their review. And I've dealt with it. Thank God it hasn't happened a lot, but you know, it's happened before. Yeah, no, that's true. So, dude, what um, you know, what what would you if you know people watching entrepreneurs and and just and just attorneys in general? I mean, what 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 would you what would you give a, as an advice to, to to entrepreneurs and to just people that want to start their business? You know what? What path you would you would you do it again? I mean, if you could do it all over again, would you would you be an entrepreneur or just an attorney? You know, yeah, what would you think? I, I, you know, I would do it again, but I think that the path would be harder today than it was for me. I mean, when I started my my practice, the internet was still you know a relatively new thing, and I quickly jumped on that train and leveraged my ability to have a really well-built website and get a bunch of leads and stuff like that. And, um, you know, that kind of gave me my platform to jump from. 
today, you know, like I said, every asshole's got a website. Um, and uh, I'm sorry, I forgot the kids are here. Every, every person has got a website. And just because you got a website anymore, even if you put money behind it, there are people out there with better websites, most everybody, with, with a lot of deep pockets putting money into it. So it's, it, it's harder now. So to answer your question, yes, I would, I would do it again, but I think it would be harder. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's, and that's even there, you know, the whole digital market arena is, is, is littered with, with people that tell you, Oh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to get you all these leads. We're going to get you all this, all this, all this business, you know, and dude, I'm, I'm, I'm helping a friend of mine who owns a dentist office, man. And, and you know, I was, I'm, I was talking to their website people. I mean, and you're like, really dude? I mean, you know, they're, they're telling you, these people are literally telling me, Oh dude, Facebook is dead. There's no way to make to do business in Facebook. You know, all that matters is 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 pay per click and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah. and you're like, do you realize Facebook is the biggest platform, the yeah. social platform on earth, right? And and Google Google Ads, they're they're useful, but they've become commodities. You know, it's just sure. whoever throws the most money at it, buying buying costs, case essentially. Exactly. Exactly, and it's it's no different yeah. than coffee or sugar, bananas yeah. and stuff like that. You know, so so. Even that, I mean, doing your, I think what we've gotten from this interview the most is you got to do your due diligence, whether you're a consumer, whether you're a business owner, uh, whether you're an employee, whether you're, you're a, you're a boss, just, you got to do your due diligence, man. You, you, you gotta, you gotta talk to people. You gotta, yeah. you gotta make sure people show up, you know, and, and, uh, and, you know, sometimes it's like just asking something simple, man, I'm, I'm willing to hire you, but I want you to do this this two day project for me before I hire you. Yeah. You know, and, and, if, and I literally started hiring people and it said, listen, you're on a 90 day probationary. It, we can either, uh, you can leave for whatever reason. I mean, it's at well employment anyway, but yeah. it, at least it prevents hopefully an unemployment. Thing. But I, you know, let's give it a 90 day run and see how it works. Yeah. And typically you can find out in 90 days if somebody's going to work out. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And, and, and Ryan, now that you've been in business for a while, I mean, you've been in business for a while, but, um, doing right for the customer, right? Doing right for the client, um, word of, you know, word of mouth and getting referrals. What percentage of your business comes from word of mouth and referrals? You know, I, I keep a, a program that tracks, I can tell you down to the exact percentage. If yeah. I, if I would have known that's something you're interested in, I, I don't really pay attention to it. I should probably do a better job of that. It would just simply be a guess on my part, but I think we get a significant percentage from um, uh, former clients yep. and some from other lawyers. Um, and, but I would say most of our cases would just be new uh, leads from either our website or um, TV or whatever, whatever campaign we're doing at the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were doing TV for a while and it was not even me or my firm on TV. It was just like a, uh, um, infomercial type thing through a third party. Um, and you know, we were doing that for a while, but the cases were not that good of quality. Kind of good yeah. Quality. yeah. Yeah. yeah but most, I would say the best cases come from people that do the due diligence through the website that, um, you know, we become acquainted with and hire us for the right reasons. Yeah. That's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to say, you know, for, for somebody that's getting started and doesn't have the money yet to put all this upfront marketing, 
uh, as you get cases, you know, the referrals are probably kind of your foundation, right? Until you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm going to invest more in marketing. I'm going to get more leads. I'm going to buy this. So at least to get people, you know, on the, on the, on the right path. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I've had this conversation with a lot of attorneys, but sometimes, you know, uh, a referral fee that, you know, typically in this industry, somebody refers you a case, you give them a fee and that can be anywhere from a third to 50%. Sometimes that's a lot more money than, you know, the average cost of acquiring a case through a traditional media buy or something like that. So, but typically the, the better cases maybe come from an attorney referral. Yeah. As opposed to, um, well, especially with your business that, that, like you're saying, you know, you, you don't charge anything upfront and you really only, only make money if you win. Yeah. I mean, that, that guy, the attorney referring you, it's got to trust in, in, in what you're doing Absolutely. because otherwise, you know, he's not making any money either. He's not making the referral fee yeah. if you don't win. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, man, uh, just because you are, can get the case in the door and just because you then know what to do with it doesn't mean that you're going to be successful. You know, we, my firm, you know, I've had half a million dollars invested in hard money in cases and I had to put that money in uh, to get it worked up. Experts charge a fortune of money. I mean, literally, if I ever practice stop practicing law, I'd like to be an expert <laughs> witness. <laughs> yeah, because it's insane how much they charge. Um, but if the people on the other and the insurance companies, the defense lawyers, everybody's got a reputation. And if they know that you don't have the financial wherewithal to take a case the distance and actually take it through a trial and know what you're doing and be able to financially support that, who gives a shit if you get the case in or, you know, if you know what to do with it, if you don't have the financial resources to, to, pull, to pull it off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, it's, it's the, being a businessman. I mean, it's, it's, that's the thing also with, being able to go the distance, you know, because it's not, it's not just showing up. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of things that need to happen, yeah. you know, and it's like the whole cliche of the, you know, the iceberg, you know, everybody sees and you when you're successful and it's like, oh yeah, you know, the guy was lucky or the guy, the guy had this, you know, and it's, and they don't see everything behind it, you know, yeah. that, that times you've lost money, that times you've been scammed, <laughs> the, time, the times you've, you've been sued and yeah. it's, it's a, you know, it's funny because when, when my company uh, started growing to, to much bigger than what it was, you know, um, one, one consultant we have, he's like, you're, you're, you're going to start getting sued, you know? And I'm like, why? It's like, whatever reason, man, you're, 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 just, you're just bigger. So you're just in somebody's radar and, and you get sued. Sure enough, man, and we got some bogus lawsuits on, on like yeah, licensing yeah. and this and that. And then, you know, Yes, you have to hire an attorney and respond. They didn't never respond back. Yeah. But they just they just like basically throw shit and <laughs> throw shit to see if it's if it stays, you know. Yep. And it just it's just nuts. Yep. Well, Ryan, and lawyers, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I want to thank you for spending some time with us today and uh, kind of you know giving some insight to people out there that are uh, attorneys, business owners. You know, we've talked about you know, mindset and, and, you know, the value that we get from this interview is really is to kind of help people get perspective on the different nuances of owning a business, uh, whether it be in law, whether it be in technology, whether it be in any other industry where at the end of the day, you know, that mindset that you go into it with 
and, and start learning how to discern uh, the good from the bad and making decisions based on experience and past failures. Because I think, you know, uh, the most learning we get is always from failing, right? It's always yeah. from things that we could have done differently or better or, or taking a different decision on. So, hey, thanks so much for spending some time with us today. And yeah, hopefully I didn't bore the shit out of everybody. No, no, I think you did great, bro. I think you did great. I think you did great. Hey, this is going to be a classic one day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, uh, looking forward to meet you when I when I'm in Florida. Yeah, yeah, man, come work out with us, man. It's, cool. it's, brutal. it's pretty brutal. It's hey, I'll, I'll, be there, I'll, be, I'll be there early December, so I'll yep. join you guys in the workout. All right, all right, man. All right, guys. Hey, you guys. Thanks, Bye. Hey, hey, bro. Bro. it's our Look. pot belly pick. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. See you guys. Bye.